Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical issues from ELA members in each region. Today, we're going to be connecting with our member representing Angola. Joining us on the program is Nuno Govia, a partner at Miranda Alliance. Nuno, I'm glad to have you on the show today. We're going to chat about the right to disconnect. How are you today? Pleasure to be here. Let's speak about this very hot topic. So everybody talks about the right to disconnect. We have it here in the U.S. where we are. Obviously, it's a hot subject wherever you go, remote work and what it impacts or implications in the labor market. So for us to understand, give us a feel of what the right to disconnect actually is and a background story, if you would, on this topic. Well, Peter, shortly put, the right to disconnect is literally the right to turn off any electronic means of communication that the employer assigned to an employee. Well, as you correctly put, this is one of the most debated topics in the world. And it all started in late 2014, where the, the question of the, the right to be connected or disconnected started in France, where following some cases of burnout from employees and uh, excessive volume of work, two companies entered into two collective agreements regulating the need and right to employees to disconnect from work. Well, the rationale behind these collective labor agreements was to provide possible balance between professional and personal life, the prevention of physical and mental health of employees, the prevention of cases of moral harassment, and believe me or not, the point made in France was also as a means to increase productivity through the granting of effective use of personal time to employees. So in 2016, this is all ended in, in France, in a reform to the Labour Code, approving what we now mention as generally as right to this country. Well, that's pretty interesting. But what we hear everybody saying is that the end result in France of this legal amendment wasn't so clear and protective. And based on what we hear on the news, there's lots of confusion around this. So what's your view on it? Well, actually, there is a huge confusion despite the term right to disconnect being generally used by all persons. So literally, the legal option in France was to say, well, if a company has more than 15 employees, you then are required to have a collective bargaining agreement. And in that collective bargaining agreement, we need to include a provision on the right to disconnect, meaning on the use of electronic means of communication. And basically what was imposed is, well, if a company does not have a collective bargaining agreement, then you are required to approve an internal regulation subject to mandatory information and prior consultation of employees. And the law also says that you, employer, are required to provide mandatory training to employees on the reasonable use of electronic means of communication. Well, the end result was, as one could see, quite vague. So there is actually not in France a direct definition in the law of the right to disconnect. And the country that immediately followed suit was Portugal. And basically, there was also a very complex discussion, but the legal solution was basically the same meaning the law says that the right to disconnect is a consequence of the legal rules on working hours, that the use of electronic means of communication does not preclude the employee's right to rest. But at the end of the day, the legal solution was leave it to the collective bargaining agreements to regulate this or to internal regulations that employers need to approve. So that's what happened in Europe between France and Portugal. And obviously all around the world, people have adopted this 
based on what their local jurisdiction says. But let's zoom over to Angola if we can. Reaching this point in the conversation, what's the position in Angola about the right to disconnect? Well, Angola, like all countries in the world, also experienced the pandemic situation and the general use of electronic and technological means of work. And so the issue of remote work, use of electronic means, whether or not I should disconnect or remain to be connected during my full working day, well, that was also a hot topic. And the point is, Angola is perhaps currently one of the most advanced countries in the world. And so early in the year, was approved a presidential decree, decree 52-22 in 17 February. And basically, this is a regime on remote work, on telework, as we say in Portuguese. Well, this basically regulates the contents of the employment relationship in the context of remote working. But regarding the right to disconnect in itself, the option of the lawmaker was actually to expressly, for the first time that I can see in the world, to regulate on the issue. And so now there is a provision, Article 11, that says that there is a duty of the remote employee to respect normal working hours and the duty to be completely available for contacts concerning the employee's function by all means of communication and work tools assigned by the employee. Well, this is no news, but the news is on the following provision that says that there is an express employer's obligation to respect the employee's privacy the employee's personal and family rest periods, and to guarantee the right to professional disconnection. So, shortly put, Angola is perhaps the first country in the world to expressly regulate what was called today, what is called today, right to disconnect. And basically, these rights are linked to privacy, to rights to rest, and to not to use electronic means of communication that employee would be required to use during normal working hours. So that's fascinating. So Angola is on the cutting edge of right to disconnect. That is really fantastic. That's a great insight. Let's just kind of wrap this up again. What are your final views on the topic and how do you see this impacting the labor market in general? Well, the rules in consideration are a major step in the regulation of this topic and a strong position taken by the Angolan national lawmaker. Well, the big question is to know how companies in the labor market will adapt to this new reality and rules, notably considering that well, the highest percentage of the active population is involved in subsistence agriculture and in the activities of an informal nature, as well as the very high unemployment rate throughout the national territory. What is clear now under, under the law is that the initial message of the lawmaker is quite direct, meaning the rules on working hours apply. They are fully binding to, to all employees, but outside these mandatory coordinates, the rights of privacy and rest are fully imperative. So. The intention is good. The regulations are quite stringent. The labor market will have here a definitely exercise to adapt itself. Well, Nuno, this has been a great conversation. Thanks for sharing this. It's really helpful for our audience, our lawyers and employers to hear what's going on around the world, especially in countries where our folks are represented like good firms like yours. So thank you for that insight into Angola. And thank you very much for your time. Many thanks, Pete, for the opportunity to speak on this very hot topic. And it's a pleasure to be of assistance to the ELA. To our listeners, many thanks for listening to this podcast on Right to Disconnect in Angola, provided by Miranda Alliance, Fatima Freitas y Asociados, along with the Employment Law Alliance. Please don't miss Miranda Alliance's labor newsletter. If you'd like to connect with Nuno, please click on his bio in the description of this podcast. Also, we encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. 
In addition, search the ELA website where you can sign up to receive invitations for upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the online library, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Peter Waltz. Thanks for listening.